Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. T-Mobile, home of America's largest 5G network. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. The ASU fans home away from home. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Voted Best of Las Vegas two years in a row. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning tequila since 2011. Whole beers and cheeseburgers. 12 Valley locations serving the finest in craft beers and handcrafted burgers. Behind the Mask. Serving the Valley hockey community since 1994. OxyPow. Our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. Ice Den Scottsdale, practice home of the Arizona Coyotes, also in Chandler. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in hockey fans, wherever you may be joining us live tonight on the Podbean app as always. Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, we are Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And we are presented by Maryville University and the Maryville Hockey Saints. So, Stephen, how are you tonight post-election day? What do you mean post-election day? It's still going on. It's election day continued uh, oh, but, stop, uh, stop, 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 because <laughs> now you're going to start telling people that we're still taking votes in and we're still doing all those things. Oh, well, <laughs> no, no, those, <laughs> those will supposedly stop, but the counting of the votes is still continuing. Anyways, we'll make it into that, but yeah, it's been a slow news day, obviously, the last couple of days, but uh, other than that, doing doing okay. We're, we're finally into November, and we're just uh, rolling along. Okay, so we were supposed to have a guest on tonight that uh, was going to be very, very interesting. We've had to move him till next week, so Rob Lopez will be joining us hopefully next Wednesday. He had a few issues uh, uh, with uh, headphones and those types of things, so he, he preferred to do it next week. So we will have Rob Lopez on from PassThePuck.net, uh, also just going to give us some information on uh, a proposal for a couple of ice sheets in Tucson, Arizona. So... That will move till next Wednesday. Tonight, we're going to have the head coach of the uh, University of Arizona Wildcats, Chad Berman, on. We're going to catch up with Coach Berman, find out what's been going on with his team. Um, not on the ice, I don't think, but doing some dry land things and doing what they can to bring their team together. We'll talk about his new uh, uh, merchandise website that's up as well. So, uh, Coach will be joining us here in about 10, 15 minutes, but... Steven, up in Las Vegas, a little something got going for the Rebels, a little three-on-three stuff. Yes, they did. They they were able to put together a little three-on-three uh, event that is going on. Uh, they had their first matchups this past weekend, actually on Halloween, and it was great. I didn't get to attend it in person, but it was streamed on online and. Our good pal Dana Lane, uh, who does the UNLV games during the season, was was doing the was doing those little three on three games. Uh, but it was good to see see them out on the ice in some capacity, being able to to do that. They have to, four different teams made up of uh, mostly UNLV players, but there's some 
uh, former UNLV player like Joe Kozewski was on one of the teams who played with UNLV for four years, just recently a couple of years ago, and then some other pro players um, in like ECHL and stuff from what I understand. So it was a little bit of a mix, and it was great for them just to be able to, if anything, to be able to get out onto the ice and, and be able to have some sort of activity to, to skate and to, to practice a little bit in that regard. Uh, they'll get some more um, games uh, in a couple of weeks in November, and then a week after that. And then I think at the December they'll they'll do a little playoff thing, and somebody will be crowned a champion. So a little fun little thing to to, to fill some time here in November as we wait for the uh, ACHA season to start, at least for the WCHL teams uh, in January. Obviously, the ACHA season already starting for a lot of the, some of the teams. Most of the teams though will be starting in January. Yeah, you know, and uh, ASU has been doing that same type of thing. They had a, uh, um, a a little league run by the Oceanside Ice Arena uh, that got their players, uh, their D1 and D2 uh, ACHA players, a chance to uh, pair up and play a little three-on-three as well. So it's been uh, it's been fun to see the guys being very creative and innovative in finding ways to do stuff um, because it's not normal, but. When it's not normal, you got to do what you can do to, to try to make it feel as normal. And, you know, the most important part is the guys need to continue to come together as a team, and, and they also need to stay in shape, right? I mean, you just can't expect them to start playing games in January, fingers crossed, then and and be in game shape if they haven't been on the ice. So one of the things we'll find, from, find out from Coach Berman tonight is just how difficult and different it is for him to, uh, to have his guys doing drills uh, on, on a big open field instead of in skates on the ice because he's got a lot of talented guys and he brought in a lot of talented guys and, and trying to get them together on the ice is, is always a challenge in Tucson because of the lack of ice. But um, I think this has even got him a little bit perplexed, so we'll find out when he comes on. But um, you mentioned the ACHA has started playing games other places and um, North Dakota and, and the upper Midwest and in different places like Michigan and Adrian college is underway now. So uh, j- just your thoughts on that again, we had uh, you know, Chris Perry on last week and we kind of got into detail about it, but uh, just your thought on the fairness factor, Stephen, do you think, think it's fair that, that some teams got to play and some didn't? I don't know. Probably, probably not. Uh, you know, some teams getting to play in the, in the fall and some having to wait until, till January. Uh, maybe everybody should have been on the same, same page. Um, obviously everybody would have loved to start in the fall, but for some, some areas it just wasn't going to be really feasible. Um, and of course the areas that are playing now are, are kind of seeing some, 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 some spikes in, in COVID as we mentioned last week a little bit. So you, you wonder if there's going to be disruptions uh, in their seasons at some point because there's a, a spread through one of the teams or whatever. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Uh, but, you know, it'll, yeah, it'll be real interesting to see how the how they w- work out the, the tournament. And, you know, you'll have teams that are already playing, you know, the, the I guess the benefit of UNLV's perspective and the other teams in the WCHL, like Arizona, Arizona State, all those teams is everybody's going to be starting at the same time. And it's mostly a conference schedule, as we found out last week. So you're going to be playing against other teams that are going to be starting up at the same time you are. Uh, so there's no disadvantage there. You're not going to be having to play a lot of teams that have been playing games already, and then you're just coming in 
and starting uh, trying you know trying to get into a, a season groove. Um, you know, the only difference is what teams can do in regards to practice, whether you can get on the ice a lot, what kind of workouts you can do. And some teams obviously aren't able to do different things than other teams. So um, we'll we'll see. But, yeah, I don't know how, how fair it is. But I guess we'll have to see what happens uh, when we do get going because uh, it's quite possible we, we can get started playing and then teams that have been playing, they might have to – they might have to stop for whatever reason. So I, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, let me throw this devil's advocate at you. Um, you know that obviously, I don't think it's really fair that they get to start early. But then on on the flip side of things, and we'll ask Coach Berman this too because his team over the last three years or so has had uh, tremendous bad luck with injuries in the first part of the season, and that's hampered him a little bit in the in the uh, second half. So maybe. Uh, starting in January, you're going to have a team that's a roster that's very, very healthy and ready to go. And maybe some of these teams that are playing now are going to, and you never want to wish an injury on people, but but obviously the more you play, the more opportunities there are for that to happen. So uh, a team like Minot or Adrian, for example, if, if they were to suffer a major injury, say in late November, um, they might not have their guy back for the, for the spring and, and the stretch run. Right. I yeah. I mean, and it's you. You know, and yeah, playing a less of a season in this case, you know, it could be an advantage. You know, I look at, you know, we just finished the baseball season a few weeks ago in the World Series champs for crown, the Dodgers, and I think about the last few years for the Dodgers. You know, the, making the, you know, making the World Series in the last couple of years. You know, and then not winning it, and you know, and I think about a lot of times, especially the baseball season. There's normally 162 games, and then you got this long playoff run, and of course the Dodgers. You know, I back-to-back World Series uh, runs uh, the last 2017-2018, obviously lost both times. So that was a lot of baseball. And I think of some of their, their pitchers, and they've picked up players here and there during that time, but they've they've picked up, you know, you know just the players like Kershaw and other pitchers and stuff that have that have struggled in the playoffs because here you're playing a full season, then you get some injuries, and then you get to the playoffs. And this is in any sport, and it's tough to, to win. And we saw that the baseball season was shorter, so they only played the 60-game regular season, and then they had the playoffs. Well, you get to the playoff run, you're maybe still in a regular season form, and so there, there's not as much of a, of a fatigue or there's not as much of injuries they had to deal with than you normally would have in a full season. We saw it with the NHL playoffs. We had this big break, and then we saw them come back, and everybody was healthy and was able to go into a playoff run, and they had enough of time to train. There were some injuries that persisted in the playoffs, but everybody was – healthy which made for a great competitive uh playoffs so i mean it's it certainly certainly can make the case that not starting till january and if everybody's able to get conditioned well and just kind of stay loose and in whatever way they can and and kind of get meshing it when it's time to maybe get prepared for the season in december or january you know whenever the season begins that uh you know you can you can have that and then yeah it seems that have been playing you know they're playing a full season or whatever and something might happen and gives a chance for some of these other teams that started later to get in there and make make a, a push for uh, make some noise in, in the season and in, in a possible tournament run later on down the road. Okay, let's take uh, a couple-minute break here. Let's hear from some of our partners, and then we'll uh, hopefully come back with Coach Chad Berman from the University of Arizona in about four minutes. I have a car whose lease is up soon, and I'll be looking around for the best deal that I can get. I have certain parameters that I'm looking for in the next vehicle. 
for example, I want a car that qualifies for New York State HOV sticker. But being on Long Island won't stop me from taking advice from hockey great Shane Doan. And I'll be checking out Belford and Belford.com. Belford, the presenting partner of our new season of the Sunday special at IcetimeHockeySW.com, is voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona. So go, shop where Shane Doan shops. Talk to Kevin Wood. Let him know that IcetimeHockeySW.com sent you and let him give you the all-star treatment online or at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champion. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. All right, we're back. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh up in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And it's our pleasure, last minute, to bring on the head coach of the University of Arizona, Chad Berman. Uh, coach, thanks for being my last-minute guy. Whenever I uh, run into problems, I can just hit you on the text message, and you always respond. Thank you. Do we have Coach there? Are you muted, Coach? <laughs> I can see him. I can't hear him. But we'll, uh, we'll continue to work on it. 
Um, we're gonna have this. We're gonna have this problem again, like we had last <laughs> week with Chris Perry. <laughs> Uh, well, we have problems all the time, but that's just the way we are. Uh, maybe beauty of live pod, beauty of live <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, we love it, but I can see coaches there, so I know he's hearing us. We just can't hear him, and uh, we'll see if we can get that remedied here and bring him on uh, just as quickly as possible. Uh, I, I mentioned uh, I, I reached out to Coach Berman because uh, we were supposed to be talking about uh, some new ice sheets coming into Tucson today with a gentleman uh, by the name of Rob Lopez who uh, works a website called uh, PassThePuck.net. Um, and he was unfortunately not able to make it. So as always, I reach out to my good friend Chad Berman to see if he'll come on. And, and I see him. I still can't hear him. Coach, can you hear me? Okay, well, we're, we're going to keep working on it and see if we can get Coach, uh, Coach connected again and, and make sure that he's on with us. But – Stephen, uh, so many things going on in the hockey world. I mentioned, you know, the other night on our uh, professional show that even though there's not games being played in the NHL or the AHL right now, we know there's lots of stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, up in Vegas, for example, I'll be up there on Monday, uh, Tuesday there or Monday night they're going to unveil the jerseys. Tuesday they're going to open up Lifeguard uh, Arena for us to to take a look at as media representatives. And uh, also, uh, they're going to open up the team shop up there and be able to start buying jerseys and all that good stuff. So um, uh, it's an exciting time. And Coach Berman, when, if, you can, uh, if you can hear us, just uh, yap in anytime you want, and, uh, and we'll start talking. Uh, in the meantime, Stephen, what, uh, what are your thoughts on, on the fact that things just haven't really slowed down in the hockey world? Well, I, yeah, you're, you're right. Things haven't really slowed down. Uh, the Silver Knights are are getting geared up. They they revamped their website, so that there's a lot of stuff there now. They're as you said on Monday, the jersey will be unveiled for the uh, for the Golden Knights or for the Silver Knights. Excuse me. Uh, it'll be done in a similar fashion that they announced the team. It'll be online on so- social media pit channels, Channel Three here locally in Las Vegas. I'm gonna do a little show, and they'll unveil the the jersey, uh, what it'll look like. Uh, and then Tuesday, as you mentioned, uh, Lifeguard Arena opens up on uh, at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, November 10th, and looking forward to that. And and there's so many things going on. Uh, you're right; it's it's an exciting time. Uh, we just kind of wait to see what happens uh, with that. And then you know, you look at the 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 shop for the Silver Knights. The livery is going to be open, so now you're going to have. You're going to have the Armory, the Arsenal, now the Library uh, stores throughout Southern Nevada. So plenty of opportunities to get your Golden Knights and Silver Knights gear. Um, and they've already got stuff planned. On, on uh, 5 p.m. on Tuesday when the arena opens up, they're going to have some new hockey programming going on. So they're going to go full blast. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, And like I said, that's one of the things uh, I've been most proud of as a hockey fan first is uh, the, hockey is just kind of – taken on COVID head first, right? I mean, they've done it safely. They've done it um, responsibly, but they've they've kept on moving uh, right from the very start. We wondered what was going to happen with the disappointment of not having a national tournament and, uh, you know, all of those different things. But everybody has just uh, come together and, and made things happen. So, you know, kudos to the hockey people because, uh, you know, we always use the phrase hockey tough, right? 
We see guys get hit in the face with a puck or a stick and go get stitches or lose teeth and then come right back onto the ice and, and start playing. So COVID is no different. I mean, uh, hockey players uh, just rolled with it. They did what they had to do to, uh, to get back out on the ice and, and uh, you know, you just plug along, right? Yeah, yeah, you just, just plug along and you just you do what you can under the circumstances that you're presented and you just make the you make the most of it. Uh UNLVs, we mentioned they did the three on three thing. They also unveiled their their team shop. So that's been cool. They had did some promotion for that and a photo shoot and they've been sharing some photos of that and people have been able to do to do it so and to be able to get their the the gear and get ready for the season. So you just try to do things that you can do in the meantime until you can play games and 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 get ready for a season uh, we don't know when the the AHL season is going to start we we now think uh we we now think uh February for that we don't know the NHL season is going to begin uh but we just we just got to see what what happens yeah without a doubt and and like I said there's so many things that are that are moving around like uh, you know, off of uh, club hockey for a minute, but we're, um, we're talking, you know, NCAA hockey and uh, Arizona State going to be temporarily joining the uh, the Big Ten for this season, and they're going to be hooking up here uh, very soon and getting started. So um, we'll uh, we'll hopefully uh, get something some uh, schedule wise on that. I mean, I, I understand they're supposed to start the 13th or the 20th of November, so hopefully we have that. Do we have Coach Berman? Can you hear us yet? Uh, I see Coach again on uh, – I can't hear him. I feel like we're in the twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we need to do. We need him to start doing sign language or something because uh, visually he looks great. Uh, Audio-wise, we, we just don't have him. So, you, you, uh, might have to get, you might have to get your, your second phone there ready to get him on the line and do how we did it yeah. last week. <laughs> we might have to do that. Coach, if we can't get you uh, hooked up – um, by all means, uh, feel free to give me a call and I will put you on. Uh, make sure you call the 480-204-7612 number and, and we'll get you on and talk the old-fashioned way via the telephone. So um, in the meantime, Steve. I was going to say, like giving out your phone number on the air. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's, you need something, that's you need something from Scott. If you need a, a corporate, <laughs> corporate partnership for a website or whatever, that's the number to call, folks. Call the 480 number, and we'll hook, we got great deals on a partnership. Uh, you can get on board still. It's a, still a great deal. So there you go. There's my little, uh, there's my little uh, plug. <laughs> uh, nice job because I, I do have a uh, uh, $500 gift cards to give away to anybody that wants to join and uh, get their business on our podcast or website, part of our corporate partnership. Uh, very simple. You just uh, – you just reach out to us. Uh, you can reach me at scott at ithsw.org or, uh, of course, at ithswsales at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you, and uh, we will uh, we'll get you set up. But $500 discount, not bad. It's the, uh, the cost of our corporate partnership down to around like uh, $158, $160 a month. So a very, very affordable way to, uh, to reach uh, a number of hockey people who we know are the loyalist fans of all sports fans. No doubt about it. No doubt so about we're, it. we're still working for Coach Berman. As soon as we're able to uh, to get connected with him here, we will 
we will rock and roll and find out a little bit more about Wildcat hockey. But in the meantime, do we have any, uh, do we have any more commercials we can, or any more sponsors <laughs> spots we could play? <laughs> uh, yeah, we do have a couple more. So let's take another quick break, and then we'll see if we can get connected with Coach Berman uh, in the meantime. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. All right, let's see if we have Coach on. Yeah, Coach, can you hear me? Uh, <laughs> once again, I can see Coach Berman on my app. Uh, I cannot hear him, so uh, we're, we're, we're trying. We're doing everything that we can on our end. Uh, Scott Strandy here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Stephen Marsh joining me as always from uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And, uh, Stephen, we were talking earlier about uh, what teams have been doing uh, off the ice. And, you know, if you, if you uh, follow uh, Coach, Coach Berman's team at the University of Arizona, you know they've done a lot of things uh, up, off ice and doing uh, a number of things that, that they can uh, to, to team bond and, and stay physically fit, even though they are not on the ice. But one of the things that I was most impressed with is that that website. You mentioned UNLV uh, opened up their website on Sunday, November first, and and so did uh, the University of Arizona. So uh, one of the first things I saw they put out there was uh, their two-time or their uh, defending WCHL championship T-shirts. Uh, they wanted people to remember that they are the two-time champ. And uh, as we get going, um, the uh, the season will start in January, like we said, but the WCHL will have some new members. UNLV will be a part of the conference, Grand Canyon, and the University of Utah will be joining uh, ASU, Arizona, uh, Colorado, Colorado State. Um, who am I missing here? Um, Central Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, and Missouri State. Have I got them all? Sounds sounds like you do. <laughs> I kind of went around the about way to get there, but uh, the point being is uh, the U of A has got a lot to uh, to to be proud of uh, being a two time conference championship, and now to add a shortened season and uh, three new teams, it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out. And uh, you know, first and foremost, we got to get through COVID. Uh, secondly, we got to get going with uh, with actual game action and make sure everybody's doing okay with that. And then we just keep uh, moving along and seeing what happens. So it, it's an exciting time, but yet it's still kind of a scary time, isn't it? It is. Yeah, still still a lot of still a lot of unknown. Uh, we're going to know hopefully soon enough uh, what happens with the. Uh, with the news that we have going on right now, of course, with the with the election stuff, and uh, we'll see how that impacts everything. And and yeah, we'll just kind of wait and wait and see what happens with the uh, ACHA. Hopefully, there's no no further delays, and we can start in January, and then we can have uh, we can have a season. And of course, you, hopefully, the NCAA season for hockey will start in November, and there'll be some hockey we can watch and tune in to to see that, and they'll kind of get a 
the spotlight for a little bit because they'll be really the only hockey that you'll be able to to look at online or on TV if it's on. And yeah, it should be uh should be good. But we're not out of the woods yet with COVID as we've talked about before, and we just got to continue to to be smart. You just never know uh, what what can who you're going to be in contact with and, and where they've been. So you just got to do what you can to protect yourself and and to try to protect others where you where you uh, perform and act and because you just you just never know. Yeah, hundred uh, percent factual on all of that. I think uh, Coach Berman tried to uh, to link up with us again, and I think it uh, it came and went. But uh, we'll continue to talk, and well, and when and if we get him, we'll uh, we'll bring him on and and talk about what's going on. In the meantime, uh, last week, uh, Stephen, we had uh, Chris Perry on, as we mentioned, the commissioner of the WCHL, and he was telling us about the fact that, and I guess we'd heard this, but. Uh, the ACHA has made the decision for this year's national tournament to uh, break them down into their five different divisions. They're each going to have their own separate site. Uh, and I believe everybody everybody that I've heard anyway thinks they're leaning towards a Maryville University, the sponsor of our uh, show here, uh, as being the host for the ACHA D1 championship. Um, exciting, um, but different, Right. Yeah, it's different. Everything about this last year and even going into next year is, is different. Uh, sometimes that's not necessarily a worst thing in the world, and it will be it will be different. But it'll, the fact that we'll if we can get to that point and be able to pull it off is going to be great. I mean, we looked at what the NHL did, and when they were announcing what they were going to do, we're like, well, that'd be great if they can get to that point. At times, it didn't look like it was possible just with how everything was progressing, and you wonder, okay, how are they going to get to this point? And then they got in there, and they had no positive cases in the, in the bubble, and that was great. We look at the NFL, and we're and we're thinking, well, how are they going to do this? I mean, they're not going to be in a bowl. They're going to be playing the season, and 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 other than, I mean, they've been able to, for the most part, keep it under contained. Now they've had case incidences, and they seem to be managing those pretty well. With post, they're able to postpone some games and, and isolate and and keep it from really getting out of hand. And we're to that point right now, so uh, so that's that's been good. And baseball, same thing. We had some few incidences. Um, we wondered how you know was baseball ever going to be able to get get going, and they were eventually able to, and and that was that was great. And they were able to get at least the season in. Some will argue about the legitimacy because of how long the season was or wasn't, but the fact that they were able to get a season in, even though no fans in the stands up until the last couple of rounds where they did it in Texas, and they were able to have some fans and have that, so that worked out. And we're seeing it with college football, where we had a lot of conferences said, "No, we're, we're not. It's not going to be safe enough to do it in the fall. We're going to wait till January." Other conferences said, "We are, you know, we have protocols in place. We've got, you know, we said they said we can we can do it safely. We've got these provisions and protocols in place." And then they started up, and it seems like it's been okay. And then other conferences says, "Well, now we we look like we can do it." So then they reversed and and played and. So it's just a, it's just been a, every, it's been a constant change as we saw throughout this year. Everything just kind of seemed to to change so often, you know, with COVID and we didn't know it was so unpredictable. You know, it seemed like maybe things were progressing and got worse, or you know, we got better, and we just kind of had to be flexible. And that's that's been the case of of sports as well, where we had pause things for a while and then return and and then just do things differently and it's going to be that way for a little while, but at least we can progress towards more normal instead of going back to where we were in March, because nobody wants that again. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and like we say every uh, every week on this show, Stephen, is there's a difference between uh, ACHA hockey and NCAA hockey because NCAA hockey is the cream of the crop. It gets the best players. They're on scholarships. They're looking to advance their careers, get to play professional hockey. But the ACHA guys come in, and uh, for them, it's playing for the love of the game. It, it's it's pay for play. Um, and and when you see guys that excel at this level and you see them make the jump, that's how it was good too. Coach Berman, I, I see you're there again. Can you hear me? Uh, maybe you can hear me. I can't hear him. <laughs> This, this has uh, been the strangest uh, application process I think I've ever seen on our app. I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand it. Uh, what, what is going on? Because it's not <laughs> Halloween and it's not a full moon like it was last uh, weekend. This okay, should... he, he's calling me, Stephen, so hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, you talk a little bit and I'll bring him on. <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah, I mean, we had Halloween and it was a full moon. It was a blue moon, so you expect some weird things to happen, but it's already Wednesday and we should be beyond that now. So, but it sounds like we're going to have him on here in a second. So, we'll wait for uh, Scott to get him on the line and he will be talking through the phone. So, of course, I won't be able to hear, or he won't be able to hear what I'm saying, but you all will be able to hear what he's saying and, and Scott will be able to talk with him. So, we'll, we'll do it that way as we did last week with Chris Perry. So, uh, we look forward to that in a second. Uh, in the meantime, as we mentioned, uh, we've got Silver Knight stuff going on. We've got UNLV stuff going on. Uh, ACHA stuff is going on. A uh, lot, of, lot of stuff going on, even over in, in these times right now. Of course, we know, what, we, we, we know what's happening with, with the election, and this is not the place or the forum for that, so we won't get into that. But, um, but yeah, so let's, let's see if we can get them on and we'll see what's what's going on with that uh we're, we're trying to connect um i don't think we're there quite yet but but we'll get coach on i i think he's calling me and i'm calling him so uh we'll try it one more time here steven so uh if you want to uh keep telling us about your life and all that good stuff that you've been doing <laughs> we'll be back with you in just a second just uh just keep talking all right well Let's break down again uh, what, what's coming up for, for the Silver Knights. We mentioned on uh, Monday, the upcoming Monday, they're going to unveil their jersey, and that is going to be something that fans can watch on uh, the Silver Knights and the VGK social platforms. It's also going to be broadcast on KSNV News 3 here in Las Vegas, and that ought to be real exciting. And then also uh, we've got, of course, the opening of the arena, or the practice facility, the lifeguard arena, and that'll be on Tuesday, and that's going to be uh, exciting too. And we'll talk about more about what that's going to look like uh, to celebrate the occasion. Children from Battleborn Kids will will take the first official skate on Lifeguard Arena in Henderson Ice at 10:30 uh, a.m. Uh, also, the Silver Knights head coach Manny uh, Viveros, I hope I said that right, and select Henderson Silver Knights players will also be in attendance for that. As well, um, as we mentioned, the Henderson Arena in Life in Henderson, or Lifeguard Arena in Henderson, excuse me, features two sheets of ice, a retail space, a meeting space, team space for the Silver Knights. It's got a full-service restaurant and a coffee shop, which will open at a later date. Uh, we mentioned the team shop will open. Um, 
at 10 a.m. So this will be the first opportunity for fans to, to purchase the new Silver Knights jerseys, which will, of course, just been unveiled the night before. And a youth hockey program will begin starting at uh, 5 p.m. So uh, some exciting things there for the, uh, the Silver Knights um, as we get into November. All right. And I do have Coach Berman on the other line. So we're doing it the old-fashioned way, the old radio way. Uh, Coach Chad Berman, thanks for joining us. Sorry for all the uh, technical issues. I'm not sure what's going on, but great to have you on anyway. Great to hear your voice. How are things? Oh, great. Thanks for having me on. I got I gotta tell you, the, the major disappointment of these phone issues is last time you had John Hogan on, he had phone trouble twice, and I've been waiting to make fun of him, and this completely <laughs> eliminates my ability, so I immediately regret it. I don't know who to blame. It might be me. I don't know. Uh, I blame technology because that's what happens whenever you do a live show. You just never know what's going to happen. Uh, we had tell, Coach... tell them that Chris Perry had the same problem last week. Uh, yeah, Actually, uh, Stephen says Chris Perry had the same problem last week too getting on, so we had to do it this way with him uh, last week as well. And uh, and last night we had uh, Coach Saratori on our uh, NCAA show, and, of course, he, he couldn't put the app on his Air Force phone. So so we had him uh -huh, this way, too. Uh -huh. so, so we're getting used to it. But uh, how are things yeah. down in the old Pueblo? Oh, I'm good. Uh, something signal is interesting in Maricopa there tonight. So kind of staring at the TV and seeing what's going on here. So, um, yeah, just open hockey starts. How about you? Yeah, same thing. Uh, we've been seeing and following on your uh, your social media accounts that you got your uh, team store back up again. I. I was telling everybody that you're letting everybody know that you are the defending champion of the uh, WCHL, two-time defending champion. So that was fun to see that T-shirt come out. But but tell us a little bit about that first. How excited are you to be able to start selling products again? Yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been a journey, a lot of work for Stan uh, there, our, our hockey coordinator. He's done a great job putting this together. But um, we, we want to find ways to, to reach our audience as much as we can through these times when we can get a bit of energy work. Uh, You know, when we had uh, Chris Perry on last week, I asked him point blank. I said, is it fair that uh, you guys don't get to hit the ice until January uh, for game action and other teams are playing right now? And he said, um, yes and no. Uh, and I think he kind of leaned my way about it. He said, uh, it's not fair that, that other teams are playing right now. But then on the other hand, um, and you know this better than anybody, is your team has run into a lot of injury problems about uh, midway through the year, so uh, is it safe to say you're going to start the season pretty healthy? <laughs> I don't know. I hate to even say that. I'm not going to win here. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I sure hope so. I mean, so far, so good. We don't have any uh, track injuries from our little uh, <laughs> escapades of the field yet, but uh, maybe a surf go here and there, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's advantages, there's disadvantages. Obviously, we'd like to be on the ice. Um, I, I do think there's some advantages. I mean, we're, we're really just focused on getting stronger, uh, more explosive. Um, I'm able to have for the first time a hands-on off-season technically with them where, you know, I'm putting them through the workout. So I know we're all putting in the work. 
um, and, and what we want. And, and most importantly, the guys are getting to know each other. We're pulling together at a time where I think a lot of teams would be easy to make excuses right now and say, oh, Tom, there's nothing we can do. Um, we, we are and will continue to be a program that does not focus on the um, adversity. We will we'll focus on the opportunity in the adversity. Uh, and our opportunity right now is to get closer to the team, to get stronger, put in the work to establish the level um, of work that's going to be required for us to pull off a three piece, which is going to be very difficult. Um, and, and certainly we feel like we've got the talent to do it, but it takes a lot more than that. You know, I think you kind of touched on a little bit there, but what I was going to ask is, uh, is it going to be different now more than more than ever because it's going to be more of a sprint for you guys when you get on the ice and start playing games than it is an actual marathon? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you, you always want to make sure you're peaking at the right time. From a process standpoint, it might, it might hurry some things. I mean, it's still soft with me with my team, but I like, I'm a big fan of delivering practice and you layer things on. Focus on something particular, whether it be with an individual player um, or the team, and, and we really hard on that. Once we get that down, we go on to the next level. And ideally, if you're doing that, you're layering it on, and by, by March, you know, you're hitting all cylinders and you're clicking. Um, you know, at the same time, there's been a couple of years where we'd get, we'd get hot around Christmas break, and then Christmas break would come, and we'd be like, dang, I, you know, I, hate, I hate to stop playing right now because we're getting hot. Um, and so I'm kind of hoping that timing works out for us. Uh, the good news is in our conference, everybody's dealing with the same thing. Granted, a lot of them are, are skating. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, men's league are kind of that productive. Uh, or, you know, I don't know what other teams are doing, but pick up a lot of bad habits that week, too. So, um, in, in some weird way, we're able to isolate our focus on exactly what we want to do. Um, and I'm encouraged to say, I would say, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of my team is in great shape before we started this. So, that's the first test of the commitment level that was required for us to accomplish the goal that we have. Um, and so that's that's so encouraging, so exciting to see. Um, so we're pushing guys, we're pushing guys to get better, not to get in shape. Um, and when I know my group's committed to accomplishing what we'd like to accomplish as, as I am, um, that sure makes it a fun environment. And I, I'm really enjoying this group of guys. We've got a lot of new changes, a lot of really good players that are coming in to complement what we already have. Um, but we already... You know, already I'm seeing just the effect of our leadership group. And Anthony Cincinnati, uh, Anthony Marshall, Matthew Hall, Alex Johansson, I still on Max Meyer, both our goaltenders. Um, we just got a really nice group, and um, it makes my job easier to pass the baton of our culture when the expectations are set by our best players. Um, you know, I've, I've always said that when your best players are your hardest worker, you've got something. And, and so when, when – when guys see that Bailey comes in and, and Paul comes in and Bruce comes in in the shape they're in, um, and that they're working as hard as they are, that's impossible not to get in line and get on board, um, or, or quite frankly, get out of the way. So it's, uh, it's a nice boost to our culture. Uh, I'd say we're successful at everything we control right now and, and excited about the future and hopefully we can play tomorrow. Okay, so our guest tonight, uh, scheduled guest, was going to be Rob Lopez. I don't know if you know Rob at all or, or not, but. Uh, PassThePuck.net. He he texted me uh, a couple of weeks ago and he said, "Hey, I want to come on and talk Arizona hockey and and I want to tell you about something I'm working on to try to get two ice sheets at in, in Tucson." And uh, I'm sure you've heard uh, that several times in your uh, five or six years in Tucson because there's always talk. Um, do you know anything about that that you can comment on? And and is there things in the works still? Uh, I, I know very little about that. I do. I know of another sheet that's going in. Um, 
supposedly in February. I mean, I've, I've heard these things before too. Um, obviously, we'd be excited to have some, some additional ice on it. And, and again, as I've always said, obviously it'd be great for us, our program, uh, but, but I would be most excited for our, our, our kids here, our youth program. Um, I know my son's uh, just begging to touch some ice right now and hasn't had the chance, but um, it would be a tremendous impact on our community. So I would, I would be really excited for our community and, of course, our program. I have heard a little bit of rumblings. I think I know the one you're talking about. I've heard a little bit about that, too. Um, but like you said, you hear these things a lot uh, since I've been here, really. Um, and so if it happens now, I'm just going to lapse uh, quite a bit because it's just like a pandemic and, and all this, and all of a sudden we've got lights popping up out of our ears. I don't know. <laughs> well, my, and my co-host on Tuesday night uh, likes to say, Shovels in the ground will will be uh, the the best words spoken. Um, so, so when we talk about that, and and we know the the situation with uh, with your team down there having to travel to find ice early in the season. Um, we're in November now. Uh, any word on when you guys will be able to hit ice in Tucson? Uh, well, we're we're ongoing talks. You know, our situation here is. is I mean, everybody's situation is complicated, but I think we add another layer to that because that's just our style, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, obviously, we've got to get cleared with our health professionals. Right now, we're just cleared for outdoor workouts um, with masks on and very strict guidelines on sanitizing in and out, et cetera, staying eight feet apart. Uh, and so we're doing whatever we can with that and trying to maximize what we can do with that. Um, we are in discussions on moving on to another stage, potentially, uh, you know, they want you to do that, I want to be there with our cameraman because that, that would be worth a million dollars. Okay, so so I, I'm going to cross-reference a couple of uh, things from ACHA to NCAA. And uh, I know you've, you sure. follow NCAA as well, and, and the Arizona State Sun Devils are going to play an adopted Big Ten schedule this year, and they're going to play all their games on the road and it's going to happen at Big Ten schools. And uh, you know Coach Powers pretty well. Uh, when I had him on and asked him about it, uh, he, he took the, the glass. I, I, he likes to say half full. I think when he looks at things, it's three-quarters full. 
uh, because he can find more optimism in, in most everything than, than I think almost anybody. But he's excited about that. He, he looked at all the things. He said, hey, it's only 14 trips instead or seven trips instead of 14. It's, uh, it's an opportunity for our guys who are taking their classes online to be together, um, all this and that. Uh, and then we look at, at ACHA, and uh, I know you're that way too. You want to make uh, a glass three-quarters full and do the best you can with it. But um, the NHL still hasn't decided when they're going to start. The AHL is talking about February. You guys have got a schedule to start in uh, January. Um, how will you make that successful and, and with that glass three-quarter full approach, how will, how will you prepare your team each weekend to win hockey games right from the uh, opening face-off? Yeah, well, I would say, you know, our preparation started two weeks after, uh, you know, after where 12 hockey was done and the past tournament half, we took a break and then we got back at it. So, I mean, in my opinion, to have a successful program, you got to have a bunch of every games. So, um, you know, I, I was just doing an interview with a, an English student for his class and he was asking me, you know, is my intensity always this high or an ASU game day is this higher? And I'd like to believe it's the same every day. Um, I just think it takes that to be successful. Um, you know, obviously in Greg's situation, uh, and Greg done a great, unbelievable job there. Um, I'm really happy for his success, uh, despite his university of choice. Um, you know, I, I know he works hard, and, um, and, and you always like seeing a guy who works hard have success. And, and uh, I certainly pull for him when they uh, when they're uh, when they're playing, just because he's easy to root for. So I'm, I'm happy for what they're doing. But you know, they're they're going to be able to play hockey, and that's all those kids really care about. Uh, they, they want to get on the ice. They want to play. So I'm sure they're going to be excited. I, I mean, heck, we play on a 30 game on the road too if we have to. Um, at this point, I think people just need hockey. I know, I know my guys are struggling with it a lot right now um, mentally. It's just it's a lot of stagnant um, life behaviors right now that have just been lingering for so long now that I think they're waiting for a light at the end of the tunnel or, you know, like a lot of us in our, in our lives right now. Um, and so we're all battling through it in different ways. Um, but to get us ready, I mean, we're hitting it hard right now. I'm, I'm, I'm challenging guys. I want to find out who's going to quit when I'm when we're doing these outdoor workouts. I want to know who's going to be the guy I'm going to put on the ice with a minute left in uh, a fourth overtime of the semifinals of the national tournament. And who's going to quit or who's going to have that next year? And that's all mental. Um, so there's a lot we can find out. Um, you know, we might start getting into, I'm really encouraging them. A lot of these guys are going to go home for Christmas break here. Uh, pretty soon, and we're encouraged them, obviously, to bring your gear home. Now is the time to start uh, gearing up on the ice and um, get the feel, the rust off. Uh, we'll knock the habits off when they get there. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a different kind of challenge. Um, I think what I'm going to end up doing is probably some Zoom meetings before we come back just to go over, um, you know, our face-off plays. I think, you know, everyone knows we run a lot of face-off plays. We have a lot of different structures that we want to update and go over. Um, and so we may be able to do that through a classroom setting on the Zoom setup. Um, but at the end of the day, um, this is beyond hockey to me in, in the sense that I just want these guys to get back on the ice playing together and having fun. I, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not even going to coach to win at the beginning. I'm coaching for them to get back on the ice and enjoy it. And sure, we're going to, we're going to go out there and compete to win because that's what we do. Um, but to me, I just think they need to feel some normality again. And we can layer on and build. We're, we're going through the same challenges most teams are of, of not skating right now. Um, and so we're, we're, we're certainly not uh, uh, victims in any of this. And I, and I think that's 
just another really important perspective to have in all this stuff. Um, and when you look back in history, uh, my, my middle name is Joseph, that's my great-grandfather, um, who was Jewish. At nine years old, he stuck away from a concentration camp. Had to hide in the attic for a few years with his family um, so that he wouldn't get shot or burned in public. Like, if I were to say to him, uh, man, I gotta wear a mask when I go outside and it's really inconvenient. I think I'd get smacked in the head, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's all I have some perspective on what we need to do here. Um, and I, ironically, I've been reading this book with my, with my son about the history of the Stanley Cup. And sure enough, you go back in the Spanish flu and, um, you know, wiped out uh, a season where guys couldn't play. And, um, there was a world war there where the Canadians were involved and they had to leave to go fight the war. Um, and so, you know, luckily we got to wear a mask. We got to keep our distance, but we're able to get together. We're able to, we're able to work out. Um, these guys spend some time together. I think perspective is important. And so, uh, in a really long, roundabout way of answering your question, <laughs> we are going to figure it out one week at a time. We just want to have that challenge. I hear you. Okay. I'm going to let you go on this one because, uh, Chris Perry and the ACHA, uh, told us a couple of weeks ago that, uh, the national tournament will be different this year, that they're going to break it into all five of their uh, their districts or teams or classifications or whatever you want to call it. But we know the ACHA D1 tournament is going to be played standalone somewhere. I think everybody thinks it's going to be uh, in John Hogan's backyard. Um, if that were the case, how excited would you be to not only get to, to, to go to a national tournament, to be able to go uh, play it in Maryville? Yeah, I mean, I'd be ecstatic. I'd love to see the Hogan family, uh, to see John's ring and what he's doing in person. Obviously, I would just love to be playing hockey. I would love to be at the national tournament. You know, I think it's going to be, we got a really good conference. Um, uh, a lot of really good teams are going to be vying, uh, playing a quick game of musical chairs trying to get into that tournament. So, you know, our first step is we got to get in there. And so, obviously, we want to improve week to week and make sure we're putting ourselves in a position to do that. Uh, but ultimately, um, just like driving a car, if you're gonna, you're gonna, you gotta set your destination first. And, and, and I make no bones about it. We wanna win a national championship. That's our goal. We feel like we're capable of that. Um, but that doesn't happen by saying it. Um, understanding that's the end game and what we're committed to is a great thing, but it's a day to day process. Right now, we're just trying to win the, win the moment in front of us. Um, with the unit of doing files and circuit training outside. And we're going to execute that to the highest level we can. And then when we can hit the ice, we can start focusing on getting rid of the bad habits, tightening up symptoms, um, you know, little details, staying inside, stuff like that. Um, you know, we can put our emphasis in that, and then we can worry about our matchups. But for me, just focus on the thing in front of you, put yourself in a good position. And if you do things the way, you work hard, um, I got a good feeling we're going to be in a good position. And, uh, and so we hope to be in that slot. Coach, thanks for uh, for jumping in. Uh, again, I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. And uh, you know what? Uh, anytime you want to come on, you're welcome. And, and I appreciate you coming on last minute like this uh, because I know it's not easy. But uh, thanks again. Uh, keep up the good work. And uh, and we'll see you down the road very, very soon, hopefully on the ice some more. Yeah, my pleasure. Always love talking to you guys. And happy to hop on one for the TV. So best of luck. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we're we'll talking hockey here soon. Not too far. All right, that's uh, head coach Chad Berman from the University of Arizona, uh, Scott Strandy, and uh, Stephen Marsh with you, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Um, Stephen, I know you weren't able to participate much because uh, the way we have to do things and we do it on the phone, but just your uh, kind of a quick recap on what you heard from Coach Berman. Well, yeah, we, I had 
a lot of great things to say. I love that, you know, they're still trying to find out, find ways to continue to be engaged. Uh, you know, he, as we've had him on, but many times he always tries to find the positive things and look, looking at a positive that he's able to have more time with his players to, to, to work on some things when, when they can and some workouts and things like that. So um, it should be, uh, that should be great. And, and yeah, it's, it's good to see them try and work things out as they continue to wait for the season to start. Um, glad that we were able to get him, get him connected at least through the phone and, and do it. You know, here's the, here's the unique thing about what we do covering ACHA hockey in the Southwest. Um, I don't know if there's uh, an area of the country that has so many different things happening. And here's what I mean by that. Um, in Tucson, they've got a beautiful game arena, but they have no practice ice. So it's extremely difficult for them. Um, Arizona State's got uh, all the ice that they want. It's just in a building that doesn't seat very many people, and they're competing against their NCAA program And you know, as far as fans go. So they don't get a lot of fans in attendance on, on game nights. And then you go uh, over to Grand Canyon, and they've got a you know they're playing at Arcadia. And it's a smaller, older building, but uh, they pack their fans. It's just that again, they can't get too many in there. And then you go up to Vegas, and you look at uh, you know City National, and now the two new sheets at Lifeguard, and you look at um, uh, you know the new game arena coming up for the Henderson uh, Silver Knights, and the Orleans Arena, and of course T-Mobile. You look at all those various ice sheets that are available for. Uh, for Vegas residents and UNLV players. And then you go up to Utah and all of a sudden you got this Olympic ice sheet that was a practice uh, building for the Olympics. So that's completely different. And then, you know, you go to Colorado and Colorado state and you see what they have, but they're in a little bit of disarray right now. And, and then you move around and you go down to central Oklahoma. And of course they've got history playing there and, and, and a nice size, probably, probably the average size uh, ACHA rank in Oklahoma and Missouri State. They all have uh, nice facilities, but they're a little bit farther away from us. So uh, I guess my point is, Stephen, when you look at the whole Southwest and the WCHL, everything is so different. There's just uh, the quality of play is the, is the standalone. It, it's so good from team to team, but yet they all get their different ways. Right, they do. They all different ways and different means. Uh, we do. We have some of the more uh, unique uh, things, rinks and buildings in the ACHA from City National in Vegas. You mentioned gets a lot of people packed almost every game, and certainly packed with other things every day. It seems. Uh, and then you got ASUs, which is you know it's they're working on trying. You know, there's some, getting a new one there and and some things there. And then yeah, your U of A. They have to battle with the the convention center, and they don't have any other million many other choices there. And yeah, and Utah's got a great setup up there in, in Utah. And, and, so, yeah. so would you agree with my point? Is that they all get their different ways, but the talent level and the compete level is, is extremely high in this conference. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just watching watching a lot of these teams uh, the last few years, even before UNLV and. and and uh, Grand Canyon and Utah were officially in the conference. They were playing these these teams a lot already, and it's it's always very very competitive. And even if it's a uh, the scoring may not reflect it, the, the games are always entertaining and and pretty back and forth. And 
and it's great hockey and, and great facilities. I've had the opportunity to be in a few of the visiting buildings for the Utah and for ASU and, and Colorado teams. And it's every place presents a different thing. And that's, and that's, what's great about, about hockey and, and diverse uh, environments and being able to adapt to them and being able to, to, you know, figure out what you got to do each game. Well, we know it's just around the corner. We know January 1st is coming. We're going to keep our fingers crossed that, that COVID settles down and, and we are able to actually get started on time and to do things. Uh, don't want to forget about the uh, the ACHA women because uh, ASU and, and Grand Canyon are uh, very strong teams along with Utah. Uh, so it, it's going to be exciting when they get on the uh, ice as well. And we should mention some news out of Utah recently. Uh, with the women's team spe- uh, specifically, but also some men's news as well, is they have a new coach, uh, Braden Yeo. Uh, Yao or Yeo, uh, sorry if I mispronounced that. Takes uh, reins as the head coach, and uh, Amy Frost is now the general manager of the of Utah women, and Morgan uh, Moretti, who had been the coach there I guess for a little bit, retired. And then on the men's side, they've got some new skills coaches and associate coaches, and so they're getting their coaching staff all settled in, and and the women as well. So. They're getting they're getting some things worked on there as they get ready for the season up there in uh, in the Utah area, at least for the, uh, the getting their coaches and staffs uh, settled there for both the women and the men's Utah uh, hockey teams. Okay, well that kind of wraps it all up in a, in a bow for us. Uh, uh, we're about two months away from game action in the ACHA. Like I said, we'll continue to keep our fingers crossed, knock on wood, do all the things that you need to do to stay safe, mask up, social distance. And uh, make sure that you take good care of yourself as we can get going on the season. I'll let you take it away, my friend, with the read. And we'll say goodnight with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Uh, De Niro. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Maryville University, is also brought to you by Verizon, the 5G and 5G Ultra brand for business that America has been waiting for. Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, is the presenting partner of the Sunday Special Tell our friend Kevin Wood, Ice Time Hockey SW sent you, and let him show you the Belford difference. Online at belford.com or the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas where despite how long it takes you to eat your meal, there's so many delicious choices. It always seems like it takes you longer to decide what to eat than to actually eat it. By summer skates, fall, winter, doesn't matter. We still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com partners and click on the summer skates banner. Cold beers and cheeseburgers, beers, burgers, sports, 12 Valley locations, and two in California. Visit coldbeers.com for more information and for takeout specials. By OxyPal. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypal.com. By M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night. Our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. And by the College Bar and Grill in Tempe. By ASU fans, for ASU fans. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and are available for download at at uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, 
And on the TuneIn app, just ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Maryville University, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. Nice job today rolling with the punches. As uh, uh, We did not get our scheduled guest, Rob Lopez. We hope to have him next week to uh, talk a little more hockey and talk a little bit more about the possibility of uh, ice sheets in Tucson. Uh, we do want to thank Chad Berman for hanging with us and, and finally getting connected via the phone and telling us a little bit more about U of A Wildcat hockey as we get closer and closer to the, the opening face-off. And, uh, Stephen, my friend, I will see you in person on uh, Monday or Tuesday whenever uh, whenever we're free because we got a we got a new arena to open up in Henderson. So uh, we will see you then. Sounds good, Scott. Always a pleasure. I uh, look forward to it.